Anyone can talk football. Not everyone can do it East Coast style. The East Coast Gridiron Podcast, starting now. Freaking technology. <laughs> hey, it's great when it works, man. Hey, man. And it's great not having to pay a bill for this. You know, this is true. The, Absolutely. At the end of the day. <laughs> we fix it on the fly. We go live. So All right. what's up, everybody? Thanks for uh, joining us here on episode 59. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Gene Walzak in the house. My guy. We're back again. I don't know. Everything that's been happening this week has been crazy. So I guess it's just part of the normal stuff that happens with the technical crap on the back end but this is everybody's favorite couch quarterback dante here my man don the stats guru back again so i forgot what the question i asked when we went live last time something about the the draft but yeah you know, this has been one of the craziest off seasons so far oh this is one of the best nfl off seasons ever <laughs> that is yeah, correct we were, gene <laughs> yeah we were talking how different pre-draft is this year compared to last year that's right yeah so yes last year's draft there was some big names there was some big implications on teams to get better it was one of those drafts where it's like everything's there for you to get it this draft is kind of the opposite and there are some spectacular players we don't really know where they're going to fall we know how people are evaluating those players but still it's anybody's ball game at this point yeah with the way changes, that the offseason has happened, it changes, yeah, it changes every week. Yeah, and it totally changes the trajectory of the what, how the draft is going to go. So some people still need the positions that they need on their team, but, you know, just is what it is. Uh, Gene said we were just talking prospects this time last year. This year yep. we are talking wild, wild trades and massive contracts. Absolutely insane, man. And I think this draft is more fun because you – I mean, we had those moments last year with the Kadarius Tony things and the Eagles trading <laughs> out to, you know, to get Devontae Smith and everything. But, you know, this year it's just you don't know what's going to happen. Who Everybody's eyeballs are kind of fixated on the fact that it's like, holy crap, is Matt Corral, where is he going to fall? Where is the Kenny Pickett of the world? Where are all these guys going? So um, I'm, I'm super excited. Gene also says $30 million for a wide receiver. You realize how wild that is? <laughs> uh, it's got DBs like Darius Slay re really reevaluating if they should be playing cornerback or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what he said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, everybody, welcome back to the show. Thanks for everybody that's uh, going to hang out with us tonight. Um, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to get into. Um and let's just move into the first thing. Let's go over to the college side. We only, everybody knows the the major news coming out of the college world that happened a couple of days ago. Uh, David Ajabo tore his Achilles in his pro day. Yes, man. Oh man. Oh man. This guy. They were projecting him to squeak into the first round, and now where does does he where does he fall? Because he's falling regardless of what happens. Oh yeah. Or is the team really going to take a chance on him just by the talent? Um, with everything being said and, um, you know, er, all the news coming out about a, a, a Jabu's injury, if we look at the same thing that happened to Cam Akers last year, he came back within six months. So they'll get him a couple, couple weeks into, uh, the season, whoever drafts him, but does his stock fall Don? And if it does fall, where does he end up? 
Yeah, it's it's definitely going to fall. It's a shame. Um, watching that video was, man, that was hard to watch. I mean, he's down in pain, mm-hmm. and they're grabbing the ball and moving on. And he's just, where are all the trainers that were there that day? Nobody's, nobody's coming to him. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he just lost millions and millions of dollars from being a first-rounder. But I, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to take a shot at him in the second round. Uh, teams do that all the time. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, it's true. The Eagles often <laughs> go after injured players. So it's possible a team like that could pick him up in the second round. But I don't think he'll go any further than that. Yeah. Shout out to our guy, Pablo Gary, on the on the Eagles side of the house. We appreciate you, man. Um, to an arm and noodle. We'll get to, to a Tiger Vailoa. It's actually pronounced Tonga Vailoa. I apologize. I was yes. so incorrect. I've seen interviews where they say Tago Vailoa, but it's actually Tonga Vailoa, just the, the the way people have been saying it. So my apologies from last week. I was I look like a total idiot. Um, but Gene said this hurt. A job was now a day two or day three guy. Uh, now they say same injury as Acres. I say drafting mid second, yep. and it's a still. Absolutely, man. Um, everything is correct here. What everybody's saying, huge talent. It's going to be a huge loss for whoever. Um, it's going to be a huge loss for him because I'm sure he wanted to get drafted very high. Now, on the bright yeah. spot of things, look at the tape. A lot of people think so. Well, I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people think he's a better prospect than Aiden Hutchinson. I'm kind of in that same camp um, as well. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson didn't look too hot on the bench presses. Uh, he was kind of it looked like he was kind of struggling there, but that's neither here nor there. We can talk about that. But uh, the Achilles injury is a huge injury for an edge rusher. Um, Gene said a torn Achilles hurts an edge rusher more than any position outside a corner and running yeah. back. Well, and yeah. well, I'm adding in there and running back as well. Yep, that's uh, yeah. I, I mean, I I totally get it. Uh, realistically, where does he fall, Don? I know we talked we talked about projections, but realistically, where does he fall and what team needs him the most? If we're looking at um, you just say a job <laughs> is better than Hutchinson. I think yeah. so. <laughs> uh wow i don't know if i'll go quite that far but uh i don't i'm trolling gene by the way yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's a good player and everything yeah um yeah he'll he'll fall mid-second round uh there there are several teams that are gonna what it's gonna come down to in round one and i've been back and forth week after week changing my mind first i'm like okay there's only one or two quarterbacks with enough talent to go in the first round. The rest will go in two and three. Mm-hmm. And the next week I'm like, oh man, they're going to go five quarterbacks in round one. Cause everybody's hyping the different quarterbacks and measuring their hand size and watching this and that. And, that. and then I'm back to now two, maybe three, and then I'm four or five. So a lot's going to depend what goes in quarterback people. It, teams are going to, push certain needs that day and if they push that need then they're going to look for people like Ojabo in round two so it's really hard to pinpoint a team because I don't know what they're going to do the first round it is way too unknown right now I you know edge rusher is a pretty (laughs) it's 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 pretty deep man it's pretty deep um, yeah, <laughs> that and uh, an offensive tackles looks like they're just coming out of nowhere. So, 
Yeah, I feel like he falls in that mid, second, third round. I think he needs to go to a team that's hopeful for a young guy to come in next year. And yep. now that they have a talented guy, yep. how, whoever has the deepest linebacker room where they're able to get run, rid of one of their veterans later on in the season and okay with freeing up some cap space to go ahead and fill him in as a uh, as an edge rusher. Um, I think a good spot for him would be the Buccaneers, if the Buccaneers can snag him up. Um, okay. Because you could probably switch one of those guys out the middle linebacker. Levante David's not going to be there too much longer, I don't believe. Um, he's getting up there up in age. Gene says, look, I'm no fan of Malik Willis, but that throw he made at his pro day was wild. It was okay. <laughs> I like the post you put up earlier about the throw. Who, me? Yeah. What did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find it. Right yeah. While, while Don tries to find the tweet <laughs> or the post that I put up about his throw, um, do, we, do we really need pro days, man? Do we really need pro days? That's, that's the question of the day with this injury. I'm more of a... Let's see what you do in actual game situations. Count in the Senior Bowl. That's why I count the Senior Bowl as such a one of those things I like to look at. And the way that Sam Howell's stock just went up, and also Desmond Ritter's stock went up on my radar. Yeah, um, they had really good pro days, and you've seen a lot of those other guys come out of the woodworks as well uh, on on their pro day, uh, not on their pro day, on their Senior Bowl day. Pro days in particular. Uh, Joel Klatt said something really good. Why are we wasting our time watching these players really do PE drills and get hurt? Um, now this is one of those one one of those freak accidents that happen in a pro day. I don't think it's a lot of stock to look into. Hey, he you know fell on his or whatever happened in that drill. He just kind of you know tweaked it, came out to be a Achilles tear completely. You know, it's just a freak accident that happened. It could have, it, it realistically could happen on the training in the off season too. Who, you know, we can't predict these things. But yep. did did you find what I said about his throw? Yeah, Chris has got it basically right up there. <laughs> uh, to paraphrase Marlon Humphrey, we cheering because a quarterback can throw a football in practice. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I had a nickel for every time that. That we've seen a good throw. I mean, let's look at Zach Wilson from last year. Everybody was uh, hyping up that one throw, and he ends up still being booty butt cheeks. So, yep. you know. But, Don, do pro days really matter for you? Man, I guess I'm too much old school, and I would say no, they don't matter as much to me. I mean, if these reps from the team are doing their job throughout the year, then they're watching these kids throughout the year. And if we have a combine, you got a chance to talk to them there and watch them there. Mm -hmm. I don't see the need to double up and have it just suited to your atmosphere and your needs. No. It's one of those things. It's just like the, the best players still play in the games. And right. my opinion on that is I'm not even going to lie. It's kind of changed in like the last couple of weeks now that I look at this because I'm such a big stickler of what have you done in the game. But I also don't want you to play in a game that's not meaningful where you're having fun, too. That's really not showing. To me, I don't know if that's how players go into that game. I've never been in that situation. It's not fair for me to say what a player does and does not do in their time playing in these bowl games. 
especially ones that don't really matter. You're just holding up a trophy at the end of the day and getting money for your school. So I'm not even going to expound on that. But I could see why some people make the the case for why are we still having pro days, but those same people are feel the total opposite when it comes to these players playing in their bowl games. So, but uh, we got a lot to get into. But yeah, the, yep. the the pro day thing. What do you guys think? Should there be a pro day, and why? I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on this. Now, to sw- totally switch over to the NFL side. I know this is going to be the the Don segment here, uh, <laughs> but the ESPN analyst John Clayton passes away. Man, this was uh this was sad news, especially coming out of the football world. One one of the best analysts on ESPN, bar none. Yep, ESPN is getting really saturated with all kinds of other bullcrap that we have to listen to all the time. This guy came out straight facts, straight give us give us the news straight away. Yep, and uh, without a hitch. So. I know you had a lot to say about this, but um, well, how did you feel about it? Yeah, it was definitely a sad day. Uh, man, I love the nickname, The Professor. The Professor. And, uh, yeah, he was kind of just straightforward with what he had to say. Later on, he did have some fun with some of the stuff ESPN was doing, but uh, more more old-school ESPN. Um, some of the quotes I, I – took from different people uh he was one of the country's foremost nfl insiders in a five-decade career that included over 20 years with espn clayton's pursuit of news and information was done with such fervor as espn's chris mortensen said anyone paying attention walked away a little more educated i i think that says no more right there you can't say any more than that um before he even became an ESPN icon, he was one of the best news-breaking team beat reporters of his generation. He could sit on a story for months and then break it right before anybody else had a clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's going to be missed. Uh, really, really enjoyed listening to Clayton when, when ESPN first came out. And I mean, I followed him before that, but yeah, he he's going to be missed. There is not a lot of guys that I like to lean on. Even Adam Schefter, to this you know, at this point yeah, in time, yeah. is losing some credibility, and I'm starting to <laughs> be on the uh, you know Ian Rappaport kind of side now uh, when it comes to breaking news or being an analyst and you know all that jazz. But you know, if I had to name one that I'm still clinging on to, that's kind of newer around the scene. You know, Mike Mayock, we don't know what's going to happen to him, so he's kind of falling out of the category for right now. But Joel Klatt, to me, is like Klatt, yeah. the, the last reputable dude that I'll go to for, for anything related to football, especially, on you know, since he reports on the college side. But, right. yeah, John Clayton was one of a kind, man. Um, Gene says Clayton is the football version of Buster Olney. I'm not a big baseball yeah. guy, so yeah. I don't really have an opinion on that, but maybe you do, Don. Yeah, yeah. I think he hits that pretty close. Absolutely. So rest in peace to John Clayton. Thoughts and prayers out to his family. Uh, Going too soon, man. Going too soon. All right. Let's get to the the biggest news first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tyree Kill traded to the Dolphins, man. 
we've seen yeah. tweets that him Ooh. and Waddle are going to be the best duo. We've seen posts and <laughs> tweets about that this is going to be the fastest wide receiving core. Yeah. We've seen tweets that said, what happens to Devontae Parker now? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All hands on deck with these two. Um, now, is Tua in a situation where, and I have my opinion on it. I, I said it on Twitter earlier. But is Tua now in a situation where it's like Carson Wentz last year. If you do yeah, that, it it's is. your own fault. I've been waiting for that all night. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it that type of situation, Don, for you with this with uh, this signing? Uh yeah. Yeah. I I definitely agree. I mean, first of all, the contract. Four year contract extension, hundred and twenty million, seventy two point two guaranteed. KC gets uh twenty twenty two first round, second round, fourth round and fourth and sixth rounds in 2023. And a fresh-made batch of your grandma's favorite cookies. Yeah. And, I mean, just look at the weapons Tua will have. He's got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Devontae mm-hmm. Parker, Mike Gesicki, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, Duke Johnson. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> As long as that defense starts picking up, they were going into yeah. last season thinking that they're going to be one of the most talented defenses and they kind of fell flat on their face. But that's neither yes. here nor there on the offensive side. He has the weapons. So, yes, I think it falls into that. <laughs> if you don't succeed, you need to look at yourself. Yeah. It's kind of like, kind of like when you're pointing at somebody. You got one pointing that way and the other fingers are pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gene said with most of they have – the fastest offense ever we love yeah. and me and don love raheem Mostert, man everything that he showed us while he was healthy screams yep. to me that he's a number one back but yep yeah for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets hurt <laughs> the new coach and gm are making moves for the dolphins they yeah they are not the laughing stock of the nfl with these moves that they've made man let me let me tell you and um Every time I hate on Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill throws it back in my face and proves me wrong. But then on the other side of it, I just got to say this. With the Juju Smith-Schuster signing with the Chiefs, <laughs> I've been saying, I said this last year, Nicole Hardman is the number one receiver on any other team. Uh, Close to it? Close. He's a, he's a two. He has the talent, but does he have the hands? That worries me a little bit. He's got the speed. He he's they getting better every year. Oh, man, I I hope I hope he can be a number one. He's a fast guy too. I mean, if we're talking about yeah. by the numbers, him and Tyreek Hill were, had to be the fastest even over Waddle. But at the end of the day, Miko Hartman they seen something in him to be able to be okay with the negotiations negotiations that were being made. Well, they were trying to bring him back. It just wasn't up to snuff. Um, he's not a two on teams. He stinks. Oh man, I, they trusted him, and we're gonna we're gonna see a little bit of it next we'll year. We'll see this year for sure. Yeah, I, I put all my yeah. money on it that he'll be a thousand yard receiver. Go ahead, write that one down, Don. 
That's the prediction. <laughs> the prediction for next year. Five okay. touchdowns and a thousand yards for Mecole Hartman, if not more. Um hate on them all you want. Tyreek Hill is a oh, POS human being. Nicole Hartman is not a top receiver. Uh, Chris says, disgusting players going there. Why owners get away with what they do, throw money, uh, watch those principles fade. Yeah. And the, uh, these these deals this offseason, many of the contracts are, are going to change football for a long time. What's mm-hmm. the deals that are getting done now? And yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with the Chiefs, and we'll also we'll definitely see what happens with the Dolphins. And if Tua sucks, I can't defend them anymore. But for all those people, you know, I've been I, I have a bunch of Eagles fans on my on my Twitter talking about let's give Jalen another chance. Well, has Tua played a full season with the Dolphins yet? Either no. If you're talking about that, give him a full season to see what he does, and then. If he's sucking yep. that bad, then I won't feel as uh, as bad. So <laughs> Watson greater than uh, I guess that you're saying Watson's a more of a pos uh, <laughs> human being than Hill is. Uh who knows, man? Who knows? But uh, Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. Yeah. That was interesting. But did you hear did you hear what he said though? Or did you hear what came out? The report said that the Chiefs were going to accept the trade from the Jets. Oh, no, Watson is a way better person. Yep. I yeah. I totally agree with you there. And innocent innocent until proven guilty. I I'm totally there for it. Um but with uh I don't lost my train of thought reading that. What was I about to say? You're talking about the Jets. Oh yeah, so the Jets the Chiefs accepted the trade from the Jets for Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill said, I'm not going to the Jets. I'm going to go to Miami instead. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting, too. Uh, interesting. He sure did get paid, though. Yes, he did. Talking about Deshaun Watson, we didn't get to talk about this last week because this is what everybody was biting at their fingers all last week about what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um. So for those that didn't <laughs> see the video – just want to post a video of what all the uh, all the Browns fans were were clamoring about once once this news broke. If I can okay. if I can find it real quick, uh, is this is this exclusive? No, nah, this was the um, this is the edit that I did. This ah, week. there you go. It's Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield, mad as hell. What? Oh my God! He's. John Watson descends into battle. The team is screaming his head off. That's how all the Browns fans were. The ones that weren't salty. It's over. So I had to throw that that little clip yeah. together last week. So that was that was pretty hilarious to me. Um, but anyways, Deshaun Watson traded to the Browns. What are the expectations for the Browns this year, Don? The expectations. Well, they're not going to have as much money. 
I mean, been spending it the last couple of years. Yeah, so I'm, a five I'm not sure year where they deal. found the money to to get Deshaun Watson, but yeah, five year money. deal, fully guaranteed, two hundred and thirty million. A forty-five million dollar signing bonus for this year, so they could only pay him a million dollar salary because he's not going to play a full year. Um, what's the expectations? I I don't have a ton of expectations for him. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's going to be the probably week one starter and could play up to a half a season. Depends how long it's going to take Deshaun Watson to practice with the team, get familiar with the team once his NFL suspension is lifted and how long that suspension is. So add all that together. If the Browns win nine or 10 games, they should be happy. So you're hearing reports of OBJ Jarvis Landry wanting to come back and play. come back. Yep. To me, that tells you right there that, um, there's something about this guy that everybody likes. And we saw it the season before, man. He's yep, absolutely statistically speaking, the splits, the everything, and you know I'm a big splits guy. Go look at the I splits. Deshaun Watson was a beast. He should have been up as a a front runner for MVP in 2020. If we're really talking about numbers, uh, Gene said Watson should not be suspended innocent until proven guilty. He shouldn't be suspended. Period. Although I agree with you. The NFL is going to do the woke thing. <laughs> yeah, they are. I, I don't I, know how else I to agree. slice it. Yeah. If he wasn't, he wasn't found guilty. I agree. There should not be a suspension, but the NFL are going to do what they consider their due diligence and they will levy some type of suspension. If they do that, it softens the blow that they're going to feel from this whole thing. Yep. And the NFL is all about that for what because people falsely accused him without us getting a little political here because you know we don't like to do that on the show it's not him being accused it's Hugh accused him <laughs> of what happened that's where we're gonna leave that one and we'll move on but uh expectations for deshaun watson for me one full season is super bowl or bust with all the weapons mm. that are on there. I'm going to just be straight up about it. If he plays a full season, it's Super Bowl or bust at this point. They, they put all this stock into you being there. We saw what you did with no weapons. Let's see what you do with all the weapons in the world. And that, I mean, they're stacked, man. They've been stacking the last couple of years and just can't pull yes. the plug. And they all, all the blame always went on. Oh, well, it's... It's the coach making bad decisions, which you didn't hear that a ton, but they'll blame it on the coach, or it's either a distraction or Baker Mayfield not playing good when Baker Mayfield doesn't play defense either. So, you know, just one of those things, man. I, I think that's his expectation. I think that's he has enough talent, the, the most talent in the world, to, to do what he needs to do to get over that hump. We've seen it, man. I like the guy at quarterback. There's a reason why I put him in my top three a couple of years ago um, when we were talking about, well, last year when we were talking about top quarterbacks. 
Um, to me, he's there now with the full year of rest. He's I'm, <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna come I, up funny. He's he yeah. probably got enough massages to feel you know <laughs> good to go this this time yeah. around. He should feel very loose. Um, well, you know, I do I do hear you say that for the goal, but also consider, like Gene said, the AFC is loaded, and his division is no joke either. He's got he's got some teams in there that are going to be tough to play against twice a year. The Steelers are coming hard on defense. Yes, they are. Sorry, man. One of our most viewed videos right now said 1.4k views is when I was hurt by the fact that Miles Jack got traded. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that got a lot of views quick. <laughs> I, I, it was like quick. It was like overnight we had like 800. But I was like, holy <laughs> crap, man! People, if you know, you know. You know, it's one of those one of those situations. But yeah, you know, all in all, not to get political, innocent until proven guilty. We hope he, I, you know. I hope he just be, comes in and plays well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be great if he could play the whole season. Not expecting it, but it would be great. Gene says Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Browns, Bengals, Ravens, Bills, Dolphins, Steelers, Titans, Patriots. Five of those teams are not going to make the playoffs. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And with the we'll get into the signing, but the, the Bengals – Depending on how they they turn out in the draft, they yeah. still might be the best team that comes out of the AFC. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be tough. If it, it depends, I mean, they are. We'll get to it later, but they are working on it. Mm-hmm. Now, as many times as I've hated on Matt Ryan throughout the years, <laughs> I just said him and Jared Goff by some of the numbers. If you match him up. On a year by year basis of how many yes. times, you know, how many games they play versus the stats that they put up. It is very eerily similar to Matt Ryan being Jared Goff and Jared Goff being Matt Ryan. They Those numbers the are scary close. I did the analysis and a lot of people on Twitter are like, Are you crazy? I'm like, I'm not crazy. If you break it down, the numbers are there. Like, just compare the year by year. I'm not saying compare Matt Ryan's 16 game season to Jared Goff's 12 game season. I'm saying the time that he paid 12 games compared to Jared Goff's 12 game season. And, yep. you know, we can keep going about the subject, but one thing I can say, Matt Ryan's been consistent through his career. I still am in the category of that. He won MVP on a down year from better quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from his MVP, but let's just call it by the numbers. Um, but if you want a quarterback that not only his psyche's not messed up, Matt Ryan had really good games last year that he played. He he really did. We weren't expecting him to be, you know, to win a lot some of those games that they actually won, and they came out and they did what they had to do. Didn't have Calvin Ridley for half a year, it seemed like. And now he's going to a team in another situation where if you do bad, it's your own, <laughs> it's your own fault. fault. <laughs> Anytime it goes to the Colts with that team right now, Dude, if you do bad, it's their own fault. That's that's the new T-shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you do bad, it's your own fault. <laughs> yep. You go to a good team, and if you do bad, yep. it's your own fault. Yeah, man. <laughs> This is one of those situations with Matt Ryan. Expectation for the Colts. I'm yes. going to go out on a whim. 
and say, you know, out of, let's see, the Colts, the Texans, the Titans, and the Jaguars are in that division this year. Yes. I say, it's going to hurt me to say this because I love the Titans. And I, I, I love the team that they have. Yeah. I think you're looking at your AFC South favorites. To me. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be it's going to come down to like the the head to head matchup with those two teams who wins the South. Well, yeah, them and the Titans is going to be it's going to yeah. be tough. Well, they'll think... play each other a couple times. Whoever if if they split, it's going to be close. If somebody sweeps, that's going to be your winner right there. Yep, AFC South winner, the Colts. I think they have a complete team. You know. They're making a lot of... Now, let's see what Julio Jones does because he said he wants to reunite with, with Matt Ryan. Now, yeah. if you think about the trajectory, of course, Matt Ryan's production is going down, right? But right. compared to Ben Roethlisberger, shout out to all the people that love Ben Roethlisberger, compared to Ben Roethlisberger's <laughs> kind of downfall, I mean, he like went down fast. So he's like, Matt Ryan is taking a slower pace downturn, and I think it's just because of age. But one thing I think about Matt Ryan is he's not an interception machine. Right. He's not going to risk getting the ball out when he doesn't feel like it's comfortable. So right. he's not going to have those same mistakes as you saw last year with Carson Wentz. He's not going to be running all over the place, forcing balls in the situations that he shouldn't be forcing balls into. But he's you can say one thing about Matt Ryan. He's going to get the ball to the open guy every single time, regardless how short or how long it is. And he's going to be confident in what he throws. He's not going to make a confident throw and get 5,000 interceptions a year. So you're getting consistency out of Matt Ryan, and you're going to a quarterback-friendly team Correct. with Frank Reich being the coach. To me, I think a lot of quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, this would have been a great situation for him as well. I think this is a great signing by the Colts. And I'm, I, you know, I'll follow my sword saying that, and I, I just think that, um, you know, Chris Ballard is one of the the best GMs still out there, man. Um, and he, he and he showed his colors here yet again. Chris said, "Remember this last time? This remember this time last year when Wentz put Colts over the Titans? Different year, same results. Titans champs. The biggest name that the Titans have signed so far is Robert Woods. Let yep. that let that sink in. So." Yeah, both teams are going to have to get ready for the draft and draft well because I think that's what it's going to come down to. Um, Colts definitely need a couple pieces on offense. They need to solidify a little stronger wide receiving core, I think. Um, And the Titans definitely need to shore up a couple spots, especially defense. They're, they play up to the competition, but they need a couple things there. They need a couple things on offense. So it's going to come down to draft which one of those teams wins the division. Mm-hmm. I I mean, Chris, if you, uh, I, I'm totally down for it. I, I I'd, I'd love to be, you know, I'd love to be wrong in that situation because I like the Titans. But yep. if I'm looking at a situation like this, almost the same exact team that's only getting better, the only person that they really lost was Zach Pascal and Rocky Asin, who they've already had, you know, pieces around them already to succeed outside of those two being there. 
You look at the situation that happened with the Jaguars last game of last season. Do you would you rather want Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz playing quarterback in that last game? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just is what it is. I'm taking Matt Matty yeah. Ice all day. Yeah. I also like this signing. Marcus Mariota signs yes. with the Falcons. Yeah, even they needed a quarterback. Even though this is a crappy situation for Marcus Mariota at this point in time, it's one of those things where you want a veteran quarterback to come in, cool-headed, not going to cause a scene for your team. Definitely stopgap. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, you, for like sure. You, like Gene Absolutely. Said. But then again, who knows what happened with the Raiders? Because when he came into those games, he looked really good. So are you hoping that – are the Falcons hoping that they get the really high upside of Marcus Mariota and that he's one of those quarterbacks that just needed to marinate for a little bit? He's still fairly young. Think about it. It was him and Jameis Winston that came out in that draft. Um, I I really – I don't know. I, I think Marcus Mariota is going to do pretty good, and I think my bold prediction for the year is he might turn some heads. No. <laughs> no. Don no. disagrees with me here. No. Uh not he he's basically like Gene said a stopgap. Basically. He's there with the potential not to be horrible. Okay? On a good day, he can win games. On a good day, he can not lose games, okay? You got kind of both ways. Mm-hmm. But he's just there until they get their quarterback either through the draft this year or for next year. He okay. he is not permanent. That's why it's a two year deal at eighteen point seven five million. He he I mean, if he goes lights out, sure. Try to renew him, but it's not expected. Yep. Um so you know, with, with Marcus Mariota, like I we, we even outside of Marcus Murray, we talked about this last week. Contracts are fifty percent. We talked about the, that. Should be another T-shirt. Your contract yep. is a fifty percent deal. <laughs> <laughs> Four years actually means two years. Two years yep. actually means one. So one year. Yep. This contract is a prove it year. One year deals are half a yep. season. <laughs> yep. You get replaced real fast. But I, I just hope the guy does well, man. Marcus Mariota yes. is a really likable guy. I think he, yes, he is. I think he did the right thing, kind of like what Jameis Winston did. Just shut up, sit behind somebody. Not the fact that he's such a big mouth or such a huge cause a huge scene like uh, Jameis Winston did, but I like quarterbacks that put their pride away. They are able to go learn from somebody that's better than them. I mean, who who would you want to draft on your team if it was between Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr? Oh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do we even need to answer this question? Yeah, um, we don't even have to go there, man. But, yeah, so uh, I hope nothing but the best for the guys. Hit to the exactly. comments real quick. They they would pursue – they thought they would pursue Jimmy G in Atlanta. Jimmy G should be a backup. The guy's not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Slade says, Panthers, we signed the best wide receiver in the league, win free agency. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know about winning free agency, but they, they did good. <laughs> they did good, but I don't know about DJ Moore being the best wide receiver in, in the league either. So <laughs> you got Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. It's hard to say that those are not the best two receivers in the league. To me, DJ Moore is on the same level of, like, 
super talented wide receivers like Terry McLaurin. They're like right there at their peaks and they really haven't like ascended over that yet because of the quarterback situation. They really haven't ascended up to where they probably could be in the elite category. (laughs) Dude, I'm just playing, but he's so uh, underrated. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Him and Terry McLaren, I had them both on my team and they did well last year for me in in, uh, fantasy, but they're still not, they're missing that quarterback piece to make them elite. There are those two court. There are two wide receivers that like, are those those two players that when we were playing like backyard football, they're the two guys that you wouldn't think would be good, but (laughs) the dudes that knew that they were good always picked them very high when they're picking people, and they're like, "What the hell?" And then they just ball out. That's uh, that's DJ Moore and Terry McLaren for sure. Um, and shout out to everybody that said um. Sam Darnold was going to be good. All right, let's move on. Uh, where does <laughs> where does Baker Mayfield land, Don? Now that we're well, wrapping up the court, the quarterback segment here. Well, um, drama seems to follow Baker. <laughs> Much of it he brings on himself. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's not Johnny Manziel. He hadn't gone that far, but uh, he took it to a playoff. And he yeah, was looking he damn did good take when it to he did a playoff. It. Uh, his stats are, yeah, I mean, 92 touchdowns, 56 interceptions, over 14,000 yards, completion percentage above 61%, quarterback rating at 87.8. Um, I'm seeing a lot of nothing solid by any means, but I'm seeing a lot of chatter about the Steelers, and I just can't imagine him going to the Steelers. They already have a quarterback heavy. Yeah, be room right now. Wow, I know. I don't know why he would go there. I take Baker in Philly over Jalen. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know if I do that. <laughs> Talking about causing toxicity for your whole organization all over again. How he might be for it though. I think. Wow. I'm a. I'm a just. I'm gonna just say this on a whim. I mean, Baker was hurt last year, so I I will give him that year, but. I I don't know, man. I don't know if I would take Baker. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a whim here and say that Baker Mayfield's gonna be a backup for a team. Mm. I'm saying that he's probably gonna go to the Cowboys. I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I see it <laughs> happening. I don't know why. I see it happening. Well, we'll see. Because if somebody gets hurt in the preseason, he's he's got a home. If he's not already somewhere. Well, you do have injury concerns with Dak Prescott now. Yep. So I I don't know. I just see him just like the way that that whole organization always brings in these land of misfit children to come there. This will be another one of those situations like um, what's your boy that came from Cincinnati that was on there for a year? Um, Andy Dalton. See, there's been oh. another Andy Dalton situation for the Cowboys. Ooh, no, I don't know about that. Hey, I mean, he's not uh, said the Jets take Wilson's job or Minnesota hope for Cousins to fall. Brody, that's this, uh, that's one. There's one guy out there that's just waiting for his his chance to shine. I talked about him enough last year. My guy from Texas A&M. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but where, where, 
He's just waiting for Kurt Cousins to mess up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kellen, Kellen, Kellen Mond. Mon. <laughs> Where does Baker Mayfield land? I think it's the Cowboys. And I, I don't know, man. I just don't see him fitting anywhere else. I don't think Seattle wants the drama. I don't think the Eagles, uh, they'd rather take a, another rookie quarterback than take Baker on their team. And run I, that, I think and run so, too. Thing. The Jets, they have way too much stock investing in the Zach Wilson at this point. Um. Oh, here's another good one. Since Slate is in the chat. <laughs> yeah. oh, but I think I, I, feel I, I think you, man. I think they already said like that relationship's not gonna work, but that that would have yeah. been another possible team. Houston yeah. Bro, I'll take Davis Mills. Davis Davis Mills had a slightly underrated year last year. Y'all need to get this man his flowers. He had a couple bad <laughs> games, but for the most part he was balling out. Y'all expected too much out of this man to have a sucky team. <laughs> that man has the longest neck in the world, though. <laughs> the The sky is the limit for him, literally. Um, all right, let's get over to the wide receivers, man. My boy Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Yeah. You reuniting with his boy from Fresno State, Derek Carr. Yep. He wanted to go there. He was not going to accept less than his best when it came to contract money. And uh, who could blame him? He's been the best wide receiver in the league for like the past three years. And even though I hate that the money situation is like, how much money is too much money? <laughs> uh, he wanted to get paid and his boy Aaron wasn't helping him out. So I guess he took that as a sign of a little bit of a disrespectful move from Aaron Rodgers. But anyways, he didn't sign his franchise tag tenure and he said, trade me. Yep. And he got his wish, went to the Raiders. And Derek Carr is the happiest quarterback on the planet right now. <laughs> uh, what a contract, man. Five years, $141.25 million. Mm -hmm. Highest paid per season receiver in NFL history at $28.25 per year. Damn it, wow. I got to buy another jersey. Yeah. Green Bay does get a first and second round pick in this year's draft. But look at the weapons. On the Raiders. I know. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Darren Waller. They picked up Demarcus Robinson. Hunter Renfro. Devontae Adams. <laughs> and Derek Carr, uh, we've been saying that he's one of the most underrated wide receivers he is. out there. Yep. And, not, and now he has no excuse not to shine now. He got his boy back. Yep. I don't think y'all understood the year that Devontae Adams had in college, man. Yep, bulldog heaven here. Yeah, let me go ahead and and pull up the numbers. His Fresno State numbers. I mean, I mean, you go back and look at it. His freshman year, played thirteen games, hundred and two catches, one thousand three hundred twelve yards, and fourteen touchdowns. Average twelve point nine yards of reception. Okay. The next year. Played 13 games again, 131 catches, 1,719 yards, averaged 13.1 yards per catch, and had 24 touchdowns. Ugh. He only played twice in his college career, had over 3,031 yards and 38 touchdowns with 233 catches, averaging 13 yards a reception in his college career. That's crazy. 
So the signs were there. What do you think yeah. Derek Carr is about to do? 80% of the offense is going to Devontae Adams. <laughs> you know, because oh, they, they can't depend on um, – they can't depend on Josh Jacobs to stay healthy or their running game to, right? You know, to be what they wanted it to be. So, and I mean, their defense is going to keep them in game. So, and Josh yeah. McDaniels is their coach now, right? Yeah. So Slate said AFC is going off. NFC looking like two or three horse race. People still sleep on car, and it's baffling me, bro. I've been saying. I've been the number one Derek Carr like cheerleader over the years. I don't know how many times these people keep saying that he's not a top fifteen, sometimes a top ten quarterback, and people were saying that he could have been MVP last year. Don't never forget, never forget, and he was doing it without Darren Waller turning up. Yeah, nobody was talking about Hunter Renfro before last year. Talk talk about the AFC going off. I heard somebody today saying how great the AFC is doing and said the NFC is like the USFL <laughs> compared to the AFC. Oh, like FCS. What do you mean? <laughs> FCS college football. Oh, man. This is one that I loved, and I knew he. Was, I knew the next yeah. guy was on his way out. I yeah. mean, your wide receiver room just got twice as good. If you If you're telling me who would you want to take, not only in a reliable – Think about this. We were talking about wide receiving duos in the NFL, right? Yep. And somebody said that it was going to be Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Think about how consistent these wide receivers are about to be on the Rams. Allen Robinson <laughs> barely drops anything. And you have Cooper Cup who barely drops passes either. If Matt Stafford does bad, it's his own fault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got Cooper, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, of course, Higby at tight end, and then Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. I mean, it it will be his own fault. Man, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely and, and, ridiculous. A nice contract, too. Three years, $46.5 million with 30.7 fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, you can say one thing about Matt Stafford. He just steals money away from people. So, I mean, <laughs> we knew that this was coming. You know, and then when he went there, you know, they're they're going to win now still. This is yeah. a great this was a great sign that fit their team. It is. You just knew that Robert Woods was on his way out. I mean, it just is what right. it is, man. Allen Robinson's going to go off. Cooper Cup's going to love him being on the team and Van Jefferson has two guys to continuously learn yep. from and they're all they all play different styles of football too, which is which is going to be fun to watch. So, you know, Allen, I know you didn't want to come to Jacksonville when you came from Penn State. You said that. <laughs> you still stayed there. You ended up getting hurt for a year while we made the AFC Championship. You and Alan Hearns did your thing. I have no idea what Alan Hearns is doing to this day. He's probably sitting on his couch eating Cheetos. But you're still balling out, my man. Hope you have a great year with the Rams. Another wide receiver on the docket, Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> signs with the Chiefs. He's been quiet. Let's call it what it is. Everybody says that this dude's going to be a TikTok nightmare. Yes. Him and Jackson Mahomes and all this other stuff. But if you really think about it, when's the last time you heard anything about Juju Smith-Schuster? It's been a long time. He was quiet. I mean, he was hurt, but yeah. he was quiet last year still. 
Well, he got a one-year contract at ten point seven five million, and uh, they have Chiefs have interesting weapons right now. Kind of makes me think they might want to go offense in the draft. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I would say at this point. I, I think I sent you earlier with, with somebody projected mm-hmm. he's going to have like over 2000 yards receiving close to 30 touchdowns because yep. he's going to be the main receiver, but uh, they got Travis Kelsey. They got Juju. They got Nicole Hardman, Josh Gordon. Don't forget. Hopefully he'll be a, a year more back in shape. And then of course, uh, CEH in the backfield. Well, now that they got a first round pick from Miami today, then they already had a thirty over a thirtieth pick overall. Yep. And then they got two picks in the second round, then two picks in the third round, then two picks in the fourth round, and then two yep. pi- and then four picks in the seventh round. They have a ton. They have a ton of like draft capital to play around with, man. Yeah, they do. I. They're, yeah, like you said, they're up to something. Yep. Jahan Dodson didn't play in the Senior Bowl game, so he's been slowly crashing down people's list. But think right. about how fun Jahan Dodson would be on the Chiefs. Yep. That'd be a really fun one. But Juju Smith-Schuster, he's good when he's not the number one receiver. <laughs> so I was telling my wife, and if you really think about it, he crumbled taking the spotlight from them. They thought they'd get just get away from Antonio Brown, and he really needs a, a cast of people. So why we'll yeah. to do it by himself? He'll have Travis Kelsey there, which he's never experienced an amazing catching tight end like that in his career. Then you're also going to have Nicole Hardman there, who I'm very high on. Yeah. Burrow if Her- If you can keep up with him. <laughs> right. Gene says, Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Josh Allen, Stafford, Watson, and Lamar Jackson. Who's car better than on that list? You can't say top 10. is definitely 11 to 15 range with Rain, Dakota, and Kyler. Um, I, I mean, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. I mean, I'm still picking Derek Carr over Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, that's just me. Lamar Jackson still falls outside of my top 10. People are going to think I'm crazy, but it just does. Like, I mean, that's great that you can make plays. Can you consistently do that? I don't want, I also don't want my quarterback bailing me out of every single game. I want, I want to be a complete team. Wins are, wins are good no matter how you have to get them, but. You shouldn't be making your most amazing plays at the end of the game either. Um, just saying. Uh, Jahan Dodson is the most underrated wide receiver in this draft. Dodson, in my opinion, could be the best in the class. He had Don throwing him the ball the last two years. <laughs> Damn, Don! <laughs> I still would take Don over Sean Clifford, though. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty underrated. Um, I still don't think people are giving Drake London his love, but. That's just me. Oh, he he's getting a lot of attention. He's getting a lot he of attention is. now, but he didn't before. Yeah, he didn't before, but now he's he's moving up the draft board. Yeah. All right. So Robert Woods signs with the Titans. So we saw the shift of Allen Robinson coming there, and he was just a casualty of of that. Uh Robert Woods is actually a really good fit for this team, too. For a six round pick in twenty twenty three. Yep. Yeah. So I think the the Titans won that one. 
<laughs> Whatever the Rams are doing, they do not value draft picks whatsoever, man. <laughs> uh, Gene said, uh, London, Traylon Burks, John Dodson over Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and, uh, and Williams. Okay. Uh, I'd rather, I'd put Chris Olave, I'd switch Chris Olave with Burks, and I would agree with you there. Um, but yeah, Robert Woods on the Titans, man. Good pick. Him and AJ Green are gonna be pretty fun to watch. AJ Brown. Or AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ yes, Brown. They're gonna be pretty fun to watch this year. Um They I got know, Austin Hooper. They got all <laughs> did they pick up Austin Hooper? Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. Okay, so they got a tight end. <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> o- Ole. Um and King I like, Henry's back. And King Henry's back too. So hopefully Derrick Henry can stay healthy. Um that defense, they just continue to get better. I feel like they're gonna want to attack some defensive players in the draft this year for yeah. sure. Uh, I think that's kind of their plan. They don't want any washed up players, but where does Bobby Wagner go? Does he fit inside the Titans scheme? Um, I feel like I, that's I feel like that's I one saw, of the places you should go. Yeah, I saw a couple murmurs about before the show um and once again these are just murmurs no was it no, with dallas because i heard yeah no yeah no credible sources but i saw dallas pop up a lot for him oh man that was and gene i agree with you i like Traylon burks a lot too yeah Traylon burks is good i i just like drake london Dahan jot Jahan dotson and chris Olave a little better but uh Garrett Wilson's a speedy guy as well, but I still think Drake London to me is the the best receiver in the class. We'll see. I mean, I was high on Amon Ross St. Brown. Nobody was talking about him either. And look, he almost had a thousand yards last year. So and started to emerge as a as a favorite. And look uh, who was throwing to him. Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. So we also heard. Hey, Gene, what do you think about this one? That Zach Pascal is not as good as Jalen Rager. Is that blasphemous? Let's compare seasons here. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. If you compare Zach Pascal's 600-yard season to... (laughs) (laughs) If you compare his 600-yard seasons... But Zach Pascal's never been like a super starter either in that Colts offense. Uh, he's always what third at best, maybe fourth. Yeah, he switches between both. Yeah. So, I mean, if the dude had two six hundred yard seasons with like I think like three touchdowns and five touchdowns respectively for both. Yeah, that's still yeah. that's still better than Jalen Rager's best season. Yeah, Gene, if if Ridley. Could have had a, a different username. We we might have had Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, my man went to FanDuel and, and, and uh, much wasted his, his whole season that could have looked up for him. But but yeah, Allen Robinson was was one I wanted to. Uh, mm. I'm not crazy about Pascal, but I I think I think he's decent as a slot receiver, and I think he'll he'll be an improvement over what 
they have on the back end with Ortega Whiteside and with Rager. Not saying night and day improvement, but improvement. Well, Zach Pascal did have 600 yards of Phillip Rivers yep. and 600 yards of Carson Wentz. Yes, he did. So I'm sure he can at least get that with Jalen. Yeah, I think so too. I can and say he, the same thing. If he thing can for have Jaylen 600 Rager. yards and five touchdowns, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. So the Bengals O line got an upgrade. Oh, they're working on it. This was really and truly one of the best moves of this offseason. The one thing that everybody was screaming and clamoring for them to do is to improve that offensive line, and they oh, yeah. are totally invested in saving Joe Burrow from becoming Andrew Luck 2.0. So, you know, with that being said, yeah. what, what, what were the details on that one, Dom? Who did they well, pick up? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's interesting when you look at they, they did not go after young talent per se, uh, they got experience and they got size and they don't want Burrow to have a game like he had against the Titans again, where he was sacked so many times. Mm -hmm. um, Five-year former pro from Tampa guard 6'6", 305, Alex Kappa. Uh, Seven-year pro former Patriot, four center, Ted Karras. Yep. An eight-year former, or eight-year pro former Cowboy, offensive tackle six four three twenty Lael Collins. That was a heck of a pickup. Collins Collins was the best of the three, I think. But I I like all all three pickups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do too. Uh, when Lael Collins went into free agency it was who was going to pick him up and yep man what a perfect team for him to go to in the Bengals. uh got, got some veteran guys you got a guy that knows what to do to win a super bowl and protecting one of the best quarterbacks of all time yep. or the best quarterback of all time excuse me tom <laughs> um and then lyle collins who um you know was was having a, a decent year so Got these three guys blocking for you up front. Seems like they're invested in getting Joe some help. And like I said, they didn't want him to be a vegetable like Andrew Luck 2.0 coming back <laughs> off the injury. So that's great exactly. news for him, and I'm sure he was excited. So oh, at yeah. the end of the day, in retrospect, when you look at them drafting Jamar Chase now, doesn't look so bad. I Not know. only did they go to a Super Bowl, he did get sacked a thousand times, but he didn't get hurt. And now... He had to go through all that pain and suffering to get to this. Yeah. He found the pot the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, this is what this was the have to do thing to improve to get back to where they were this year. They had to improve the offensive line. I mean, they got the quarterback, they got the receiver, they got the kicker. Three of the most important parts. Well, I threw in kicker, but it's still important. But yep. fixing fixing that line so the quarterback can operate, major improvement. I like it, man. I like the moves that were made. So shout out to the Bengals. I 
I don't know how you don't put them at least as an AFC championship favorite next year or in the conversation, but they're, they made all the right moves and invested the money into the right cause to get their quarterback ultimately some help. Yep. Shout out to Cincinnati. You're not the laughing well, stock of the NFL anymore. Then, then again, they did resign. Comes Eli right back Apple. to the Jaguars. Now. So I don't know about that, man. What they did re, they did resign Eli Apple. So <laughs> I know. That's the, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about that, man. <laughs> well, they didn't bring Guzama back too. So right. That's right. that's another thing. That's another blow that they had. But yeah. Oh, uh, man. What's that What's that dude's name, man, that plays cornerback for him? I'm going to draw in the blank on his name. He's he sucked in the playoffs. <laughs> Why yeah. am I drawing the blank on his name? Uh, well, you have to look that one. Bengals cornerbacks. <laughs> you had you – had... Eli Apple sucked too, especially – Yeah, game. I know. <laughs> but what the hell is his name, man? Why am I drawing a blank on it? I know he has some crazy last name, but he... Uh, it's, that, that's because he was so bad, you don't want to... Awuzier, man. There it is. Awuzier, <laughs> trash. Dang. All right. Yeah. Chandler Jones signs with the Raiders. Oh, my. When I saw this, Max Crosby... You got a friend in me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Woody and Buzz playing edge rushing. This, like this is this is the old Minnesota meet you at the quarterback thing, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, Chandler Jones joining the Raiders. Nice three-year deal, $51 million, $12 million signing bonus, $32 million guaranteed. Wow. I wouldn't want to line up across from Jones and Crosby. That is scary. Mm. It's it's going to be insane, man. Not only is Chandler Jones not on the downfall at all, but you have Max Crosby, who's going to be a homer for that team for a very long time moving yep. forward. So, and uh, Max Crosby's only going to get better because he's learned from a veteran who nobody – Nobody talks about Chandler Jones like that. And this dude silently will put up 12 or 13 sacks a year. And everybody's like, what yep. the hell? Yep. Um, if not even more, because Chandler's done learned some stuff from JJ. Now he's going to be able to take that stuff and teach <laughs> Max Crosby, which is going to make yeah. Max Crosby better. Um, it just sucks that Mike Mayock didn't make these type of moves. And I'm sure he would have if they would have just gave him one more year without the influence of uh, John Gruden. But hey, man, it's hard. It's hard to say that the new GM is not doing well with the two the two moves that he has made with this, and not only signing uh your boy and Devonte Adams. So yeah. shout out to Chandler Jones. Have a great year, my man, with the Raiders. Uh, we're big fans of you over here, and of course, my wife said you were a goofy guy in college. So that was <laughs> that's always cool. She said you're a super nice guy. So yep, that's all that matters. Not your knucklehead <laughs> brother, man. All right, and then the last one I think we have on the docket today. Yep, yeah. last, last topic right here. Yeah. Let's go out with a bang on this one. Raheem Mostert, man, we love you, man. And now you're going to Dolphins. Stay healthy. Do? stay healthy, man. Just stay healthy. You're a speed demon. You're going to fit well in that offense of all that speed that's there. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert. You know, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is there to help you out. Gasicki is just a glorified wide receiver tight end. 
there's speed, speed, speed all on that on on that team. And if they get to keep yeah. Devontae Parker, yeah, this I don't know how this won't be one of the most fun offenses if Tua shows that talent that he had in college. Yes, exactly. So exactly. all I know is like this dude just puts up stats just out of nowhere and then gets hurt two weeks at yep. a time. Puts up crazy stats again and getting hurt yeah. two weeks. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'll draft him this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might not be a safe bet, but uh, no, but but I'm, I am rooting for him though. Yep, we're rooting for you, buddy. So, episode fifty nine in the, in the books. As always, thank you everybody for coming through this week. We'll be sixty years old next week, so come see us then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hopefully, you know, by that time, when does the draft start? Is April seventeenth, I believe. No, 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 it's the week after that. The week after that, NFL Draft Day. Yeah, it is April twenty eighth uh, to the thirtieth. Twenty eighth, yeah, twenty eighth is the first night. All right. Yeah, we will be we will be live for that. Yes, we will. So go ahead and check us out. Um, not sure what the plan is quite yet. We've talked about a couple things. We will yep. definitely be live for the first round. So yep. May have a may have a guest with us. May have a guest with us for sure. Yep. For sure. So um we appreciate everybody coming through tonight. Keeping the comments hot as always. We'll catch you guys next week for episode sixty. See you later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the East Coast Gridiron Podcast. Find us on all your favorite music and podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For all the latest news and updates, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by going to eastcoastgridiron.com. 